Welcome to Into the Age. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We're taking your calls. The number to join us is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Putin says Russia is ready to negotiate with Ukraine. And Ukraine says Russia doesn't actually want to negotiate. And they just received an additional $1.85 billion in military aid from the U.S. And all this is occurring while China launched its largest incursion yet into Taiwan's ADIZ. So, Doug, are we more likely to see war or peace in 2023? Um, I, the way it's looking right now, Vince, it looks like uh, we're probably looking at war before we see peace. But in 2023? It looks like it could happen. I mean, there's a lot of things that are going on. These are only just the tip of the iceberg, which is uh, interesting because... Uh, you know, there's several articles out there uh, that I didn't touch because I'm like, man, we've got to talk about some of this stuff on Thursday. So. <laughs> well, Thursday, we're going to talk about what to expect in yeah. 2023. And then even today, we're kind of doing like an open line for the second half of the show. So right. uh, we want to get your thoughts. The number again to join us is 877 time 877-363-8463. Before we get more into what's going on, with Russia and Ukraine. I want to remind you to go to endtime.com slash deals. Today is December 27th, so there's just a few days left for the deals that are at endtime.com slash deals. The highlight for me is that you can get Revelation, the unveiling of Jesus Christ, for 50% off. Now, this is abnormal. We've actually never done it before, so uh, do that if you're interested. We have um, Revelation Volume 1 has 10 videos, 10 DVDs specifically, and also a chapter-by-chapter uh, chapter commentary on the book of Revelation. Uh, and that's for volume one, so I think it covers the first ten chapters. Volume two has eleven videos, and then, of course, uh, finishes out the book of Revelation with a special chapter about the timing of the rapture. So you can get volume one for 50% off, you can get volume two for 50% off, or you can get them uh, collectively in a package for still 50% off. And again, that's available at endtime.com deals. Or give us a call at 800-END-TIME, 800-363-8463. So, Doug, with uh, what Putin is saying um, all over the media, he's ready to negotiate. Is that something that we should believe? Um, well, Vince, I mean, there's, you know, there's a lot of people asking that very question, and we don't know. I mean, it, he says, he claims that they are ready to do this, and he's made those claims before now. Some people will tell you that Russia is actually losing this war, that they're not winning at all, and that the Ukraine is actually pushing Russia back, and they're, they're actually losing the war. Uh, based on things that Putin's saying, it's the exact opposite. And there's other people that are reporting and backing up the claims that uh, Russia's making. So uh, we really don't know right now. We're in one of those strange situations, Vince, where, you know, depending on which media you listen to, and what you believe about the situation going on over in the Ukraine, uh, we're kind of sitting there going, hmm, I wonder what this is really about. Because remember, when this first started back in February, we talked about the fact that Russia said that this was a military operation. This was not a war. They were going in there for a purpose, and they were going to take care of business, and they were going to be done. Uh, It's lasted longer than expected. A lot of people didn't think it would last this long. Uh, but the main goal that uh, Russia talked about was they didn't want NATO on their back door. And that's what NATO was trying to do. They were trying to get into 
um, areas around um, the Ukraine, which would be the borders there with Poland and and those different places. And so, um, you know, that's kind of been Putin's main thing is he didn't want NATO at his doorstep. And um, some people believe that that's what this is all about, trying to take back the Ukraine so that he can keep NATO at bay. Uh, others believe that he's going in there in this mission to get rid of this corrupt government that they have. And, you know, there's people that say there's money, money laundering involved. There's uh, chemical uh, labs being taken over and things like that. It's just we hear all of that. We get all that news from both sides. And so, you know, it's just hard right now to decipher what's true and what's not true because you can't trust our media anymore, unfortunately. Well, and so, you know, there are some people who are very pro-Ukraine, mm-hmm. and there are some who are very pro-Russia. Yeah. And, you know, when we start looking at what is going on, um, we don't really have a side to take here, I mean, from end times perspective. Right. But we're looking at what's happening, and we know that Russia is part of the world government beast in the book of Revelation. Yeah. Um, there's the feet of the bear in that world government beast. And so we know that currently Russia opposes this world government beast, and that's Mm -hmm. part of what's happening right now. Right. So there's some things that have got to happen before the return of Jesus. So when the rapture happens and the second coming, I know I'm opening a can of worms. I didn't mean to go down there. You really are opening a can of worms. (laughs) I didn't mean to go down there. It's just happening. Um, Call us if you don't agree, 877-N times the number if you want to come and... uh, Come on and talk to us about it. We're fine with that. But um, so Russia is going to have to shift dramatically. Yeah. That could happen by uh, Putin being overthrown and somebody coming into power that is very pro-world government. Right. Um, it could be that he has a change of heart. Does anyone believe that's actually going to happen? Do you, Doug? <laughs> no. No, that doesn't seem <laughs> no, likely doesn't at seem all. Like it's happen. Um, and so... We know these things are coming, and here we have a Ukrainian flag flying behind us. Yeah, what's that about, Doug? Did, did you request that? I, I well, did. We don't have to. We don't have to talk about that. But are we flying that because we're trying to say we're pro-Ukraine? No. Okay. Uh, I don't think so. We're, we're just flying it because it's part of what we're talking about. We're trusting the team, Vince. Is what we're doing. <laughs> but that's yeah. We're. I just want to clarify. We're, we're for talking people about. Who, so the reason why this is back here is because that's what we're talking about today. Part of what we're talking about anyway. And so we've got this giant LED wall behind us, and you know it looks we're, nice. We're putting something up there. Yeah, it, it looks, looks nice, and sure. uh, it is not a statement that we are necessarily pro-Ukraine. No. And we're not L.A. Rams fans either, I don't think. No, I'm definitely not an anything California (laughs) fan. I'm kind of out of, to be honest with you. But uh, nonetheless, so we're going to get into this story about what Putin's saying about negotiation and how Ukraine is responding to that. Of course, all of us saw that Zelensky was at Congress and Pelosi's holding up that flag. And uh, we granted them $1.85 billion more dollars. Mm. And we're flirting around with uh, giving them $45 more billion. I'm like, could I just have $1 million of that? Just, just give me a little, little taste of that. It's so love hard to, to understand right now. <laughs> We've got a video from Mitch McConnell that we think everyone should see. And then China, Doug, mm-hmm. they launched this. There's 71 Chinese military aircraft that entered Taiwan's airspace yeah and you said before i think off the air should i say this on the air 
Well, go ahead. You know what I said? You know what I'm talking about? No, but you're about to tell us. No, I'll wait. <laughs> uh, we can get to that. I'll, I'll verify on the break if I can say it. Okay. All right. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> you can give us a call at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Satan and the elites of this world don't want you to understand the timeline leading to the second coming of Jesus. You can pinpoint where we are in the end time. Understand how you fit in and be filled with hope in God's plan by watching the future according to Bible prophecy. Go to intime.com slash future or call 800 intime. That's 800-363-8463. Hi, I'm Judy Baxter. When Irvin and I got married, we didn't realize that our calling would be a prophetic ministry. Since we started End Time Ministries, there have been many times we weren't sure how we would pay the bills, but God has always provided. We started with the magazine, then went on radio and TV, and now we have the Jerusalem Prophecy College in Israel and online and End of the Age Plus. The mission has always been to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ and the End Time message. Through the years, my husband would say, we will see revival like never before in the last days. We are living in the end time now. Thank you for walking this journey with us and continuing in prayer. You are a part of the team. Thank you for your generous support. It is necessary for God's purpose. The most important thing is that you are ready when the Lord comes. Our hope is to help prepare you for that day. God bless you, and we love you. What if you could understand Bible prophecy? Dave Robbins, the host of the End of the Age television and radio programs, is holding a free prophecy conference near you. Gain peace and understanding about what the Bible says concerning end-time prophecy. Call 1-800-END-TIME or visit endtime.com slash events for more information. Welcome back to End of the Age. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We're taking your calls today. The number to join us is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We're talking about a number of different things that are revolving around what's happening with Russia and Ukraine and China and more. Uh, The title for today is War or Peace in 2023. What are we actually going to see? Doug, we missed you last Thursday. I hope you had a Merry Christmas. I did. I had a great Christmas. So. And if people are mad at us saying that, they should go watch last week's shows. Yeah. We specifically dive into that. Absolutely. With uh, Dr. Jim Littles, and that was a, a pleasure to have. It was me, you, and him on Tuesday, and then mm-hmm. um, me and him on Thursday. And so that was a fun time, And uh, but we did miss you. Well, did I, you Did you have a good Christmas? I did. How about you? I did. I did. It was long. You know, I've got three little kids, so yeah. there's a lot that happens emotionally. Yeah. Uh, for children from present to present sure, or dinner to dinner. You know, I've got lots of different family members to see. And so mm-hmm. we spent some long hours at people's houses and uh, our kids did really well, but they are four, two and seven months. So, you know, they did yeah. well for their age, but it was still an obstacle. And you have grandkids too and yeah. adult children. So right. Uh, you're familiar with all this already. Absolutely, man. A lot of emotions going on, especially with adult children. I'm yeah. <laughs> They're the worst, right? Right. That's what I hear. No, we had a great Christmas. <laughs> we enjoyed it and had a wonderful time. And it, it was, you know, it's hard 
because of the loss of my dad, you know, and it was the first Christmas without him and yeah. things like that. But, you know, it was it was Christmas, and we enjoyed it, and we came together, and, you know, so. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I preached Sunday morning uh, as part of the Christmas presentation that our church did. That was streamed on Into the Age Plus, so uh, if you weren't able to join us live there, it's available at watch.endtime.com and under the live events section. You can go there and watch a Christmas service. I spoke specifically on hope, and um, I believe that everyone can have hope no matter where they're at. Yeah. And so. No matter what the headline is. Amen. And no matter who your mama was, <laughs> right. or who your daddy is, you or any go. of that stuff, hope's available. Yes, it is. And there's hope in this situation with Russia and Ukraine, which is what we're talking about today. Yeah. This story comes out, says Russia is ready to negotiate with all parties involved in the war in Ukraine. But Kiev and its Western backers have refused to engage in talks. President Vladimir Putin said in an interview aired on Sunday, Russia's February 24th invasion of Ukraine has triggered the most deadly European conflict since World War II. I did not know that until we were reading this article. Yeah, I didn't either. It's unbelievable. And the biggest confrontation between Moscow and the West since 1962 Cuban Missile Crisis. Mm-hmm. Kremlin says it will fight until all of its aims are achieved. Kiev says it, it will not rest until every Russian soldier is ejected from all of its territory. Quote from Putin says, we are ready to negotiate with everyone involved about acceptable solutions. That's a, that's a key uh, word there, acceptable solutions, yeah. because uh, who gets to decide what acceptable is? Right. Um, of course, that's always an objective term, but nonetheless, that's what he said. And uh, that is upon them, he says, we are not the ones refusing to negotiate. They are. An advisor to Ukrainian president Vladimir Zelensky said Putin needed to return to reality and acknowledge it was Russia which did not want talks. He's quoted saying, Russia single-handedly attacked Ukraine and is killing citizens. Russia doesn't want negotiations but tries to avoid responsibility. Russian attacks on power stations have left millions without electricity, and Zelensky said Moscow would aim to make the last few days of 2022 dark and difficult. That is from uh, Reuters. So what's your All thoughts right. on that, Doug? Well, I mean, I can understand, you know, where uh, the Ukraine might feel like, you know, the, hey, they invaded us and they didn't want to have talks. We could have talked before. But I don't know all of the ins and outs of how that happened. You know, I know that there were talks before this. And, you know, there's always going to be talks before something this major happens. I mean, they knew that Russia was getting ready to go in there and invade. If they wanted to do talks, I'm sure both sides could have came to some kind of conclusion. But regardless of of which side of this we're on or where we believe the truth lies, it does sound like Russia is saying to the world right now, hey, we'll, we'll sit down and negotiate. So why are they not, instead of the U.S. saying, okay, we're going to send the Ukraine and Zelensky, all this more money to, to keep funding this war, then why doesn't the U.S. and the other people that are involved in NATO say, well, why don't we go to a negotiating table and try this first? It's like Zelensky came and, you know, addressed Congress, and Congress just writes them a check. And so it just, it's, it's kind of odd because I'm going... It's pretty good speaking engagement. <laughs> yeah, not too bad. <laughs> so it, it's kind of strange to me that... We, the United States specifically, are are funding this war so much. What is our goal to this? You know, why is our government so uh, 
apt to give this money to the Ukraine when we got things going on right here in our own country. You know, it's that's where my concerns come in. You, it feels like that's always been the thing, Doug. Yeah, we are always sending money somewhere, mm-hmm. and of course there are plenty of people, whether they're anti-Semitic or uh, proclaim that they're not. You know, I guess I couldn't say whether they are or not, but. Some people don't like that we send all the money that we do to Israel. Right. Of course, we're sending money to Taiwan now, and we're mm-hmm. sending money all over the world. Right. And yet, our debt is higher than it's ever been, and mm-hmm. of course, we don't. It, it doesn't seem like we're managing money, right? You know, at all. Yeah. It's just like just write, just print more money. Yeah. And but this too, Doug, it's similar to the Russia-Ukraine thing. This, as we know from. What's coming biblically and how the direction of the world seems to be headed, we know that this is part of the plan. Right. Which I know feels like I should be wearing an aluminum foil hat when I say that. (laughs) But it is legit. I mean, this is Mm -hmm. not, people are, they're coming out and saying this is the objective. I mean, you can go look at the 2030 agenda from uh, the UN or the World Economic Forum and they're saying this stuff out loud. And so this isn't some conspiracy theory anymore mm-hmm. they're they've published the game plan right and we're looking at it going well that means you know if this is true so is this over here and so right. you know it's all part of the plan and there's something bigger coming and we see that in the bible right and that's the thing man's got their own plan but god's got a plan that's been there since the establishment of time since yeah. creation and so, you know, I mean, God gives us clues to that. So we know this war is coming eventually. Uh, is is this that war? I, I don't believe that the Russian-Ukraine by itself is this war. Uh, other people disagree with that. Um, but, you know, as we get into this, it just seems like every time uh, we talk about this, my mind always goes back to Matthew 24 where the Lord said, you know, you'll hear of wars and rumors of wars. And that's what we're hearing all the time right now. And it's not just Russia, Ukraine. This is the big conflict right now. But the Middle East has several conflicts going on there. Syria is still a big deal. Turkey and Syria, uh, Iran and uh, Israel, uh, China and, you know, um, everyone, <laughs> Taiwan and, and then North and South Korea. You know, they had. Uh, conflicts over the weekend. There was a drone that flew into South Korea and South Koreans tried to shoot it down. And so there's all kinds of instability going on all over the earth right now. And it just goes back to that Matthew 24 when Jesus told us what to look for. So I think that that's pretty much where we are, Vince. And, uh, you know, we know that Third World War is coming, that Sixth Trumpet War that we refer to as the Third World War because it's going to kill more than one-third of mankind. So we know all that's uh, prophesied. And so you ask that question, will we see war in 2023? The possibility of that right now and all the things that we're seeing looks like, yeah, we could see war in 2023. And it feels, at least to me, it feels like that is more true now than any point other than 9-11 in my lifetime. Yeah. Like, of course, 9-11 was quick. You know, the reaction to that happened. It felt quick. Yeah. Um, I believe it was. I don't know the exact day count, but it was fairly predictable that we were going to react some way. Absolutely. Um, and now what we're seeing happen with Russia, Ukraine, and around the world, unrelated to what they've got going on, I mean, it feels like 
even well, we'll talk about this a little bit later. We've done a whole show on it, but the Pope actually, the current Pope actually declared that we are in World War III right now. Yeah. Now that wasn't Biden or some other world leader uh, outside of the religious leader of being the Pope, but right. the Pope proclaimed that we're in World War III. Yeah. Now I don't know why hardly anyone's talking about that. That seems like a big proclamation. Yeah, when when the most religious leader, leader on the face of the earth is saying that we are already in World War III, that's kind of a big deal to me. I mean, I, I see that as a big deal, and you're not seeing a whole lot of people talk about that. No, and, well, and I look at it like, okay, this is a man that is in communication with these world leaders. Yeah. It's not like I got on here and said it. Right. Or some other random person. Mm-hmm. This is one of the elites. Yeah. That's saying, and that has... That, that is counseled to these people. Right. And he's saying we are in World <laughs> War Three. Yeah. Yeah. No no hose marred there. He's he just comes out and says we're in World War Three. So now you and I we're gonna say the Bible talks about a world a war coming. Right. And from what we can tell right now, this is not that war. Right. So in spite of the Pope saying that, we don't really believe that this is World War Three yet, though. It could certainly lead that way. Yeah, yeah. This this conflict could could lead to other conflicts. You know, we've talked about that before. Where uh, the the whole Middle East is a powder keg, and and one of the things that's happening right now, which could start more engagement here, is Iran is furnishing drones to Russia that are doing drone attacks in Ukraine, and so that could bring Iran into this as well. And you know, I mean, it, it could. It, it could go in many different directions. Uh, I saw a, a headline just before we came on here uh, that said that uh, the possibility of a nuclear war is more possible right now than it's ever been before. And they even give a list of American cities that could possibly be targets. And so they're, they're putting that out there on mainstream media right now saying, look, this ha- this could happen at any moment. And so it's, you know, we talk about it being fear-mongering too. And I believe that that's part of what it is. We get accused a lot of times of being fear-mongers, but all we're doing is reporting what other people are saying and trying to come at it from a biblical perspective to give people a little bit of peace about it and say, look, this is, we know these things are coming, but, you know, here's hope and here's what we can do about it. So anyway, it's, this is this whole situation is just one of those things that sometimes I wonder, is this really all that it's about? Is this really a conflict that's just between Russia and Ukraine, or is something bigger happening like some of the other, uh, you know, what they call truther channels are talking about? Is there an underlying uh, theme here that Russia is helping to expose and get out in the open? I honestly can't tell you <laughs> either one of those uh, scenarios. I don't know which one is really happening. Is this a, a war where their goal is to keep... Uh, NATO from being on their back porch, or is this the other thing, you know, where they're exposing things that the deep state are trying to hide? We just don't know. But the Bible tells us there's a war coming, and that's what we do know, and that's why we focus on those things. Aren't you glad that it doesn't end with that war story? Yeah, absolutely. Like The Bible does tell us that's coming, but that's not where it wraps up at. No, that's where it just starts getting good. Yeah. (laughs) That war is actually... What starts that final seven years? And we know in that final seven years, we're going to have a peace treaty that's going to happen during that time. We're going to have 
one well, of the. Hey, let me make sure you said what you meant to say. Yeah. The war starts the final seven years. Yeah. Well, no, I'm sorry. The peace treaty starts okay. the final seven years. Thank you. you know, yeah, we know that war is coming. Checkers right. ready to go. That war is coming. That peace treaty is coming after that, and it starts that final seven years. And then, uh, within that final seven years, one of the greatest revivals that we've ever had is going to happen because we're going to have uh, the two witnesses come on the scene halfway into that. When the Antichrist and his false prophet come on the scene, we're going to have God's two witnesses come on the scene. There's going to be great revival in that time. And so that's really going to be one of the most exciting times to be alive. Absolutely. Now, Doug, another thing that people are saying is that civil war in the United States is possible. Now, I know that's a big conversation that we don't have answers to. Right. But when I look at this story about Zelensky getting a standing ovation um, in Congress and how we gave him $1.8 billion and uh, they're considering uh, sending another $45 billion in funding to Ukraine and uh, we've already sent them billions of dollars and according to this article from the Gateway Pundit, Zelensky is saying that that's not enough. He says, uh, uh, he says, um, you, where is it? We have artillery, yes, thank you. We have it. Is it enough? Honestly, not really. Yeah. Congress gave Zelensky a standing ovation after he demanded more money. Yeah. So civil war may seem like a far out thing, but I, I mean, I feel like we have a good gauge of where the country lands on this topic alone, not to mention all the other things. Uh-huh. It's really kind of a 50-50 toss-up on most of the major topics that we're talking about uh-huh. these days. So is civil war in the U.S.? And, and even actually, I just saw this tweet uh, from a Russian leader, I think it is, or uh, someone in Russia who's high up and, and well-known. Um, and he says that, he predicted a, a, a civil war in 2023 for the U.S. Mm-hmm. And actually Elon Musk replied to that tweet and kind of made it go even more viral than it already was. So <laughs> what's your perspective on that possibility? Well, I think you're right about America being divided right now, Vince. I mean, we're divided on many issues, not just this particular one. Uh, but, you know, we also have a border crisis. We have inflation being higher than it's ever been. We have uh, gas prices being high. It's affected our economy here, and we're dealing with all this on a, a universal level. It's not just a national level, but yeah, we're more divided in this country than we've ever been. All right, don't go anywhere. We've got a clip from Mitch McConnell that you need to see, and we'll be getting to the phones after the break. 877 end times the number to call. Whether it's a global pandemic, threat of war, or floundering economies, End-time events are happening around the world every day. How can you have peace in a world of such great uncertainty? With the End Time Magazine subscription, you can gain a deeper understanding of current events and its prophesied repercussions. End Time Magazine's exclusive content and prophetic insight allows you to understand where we are in the end time. It will give you peace when horrific news and events happen. When you subscribe today to End Time Magazine for 12 months for just $19.99, you can have hope for the future because you will understand what the Bible says about the time we are living in. You'll get access to exclusive articles like the prophesied American-Israeli Alliance, End Time Do's and Don'ts, and Could School Choice Save America? Subscribe for you or a friend right now. Go to endtime.com or call 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-END-TIME. 
The symbols and prophecies within the book of Revelation have perplexed Christians and unbelievers around the world. In his final work, Revelation, The Unveiling of Jesus Christ Part 2, the late Irvin Baxter unlocks the mystery of the book of Revelation with in-depth analysis and commentary like you've never heard before. These comprehensive study tools, available for $299, will deepen your biblical understanding. Don't miss this special offer. Call 1-800-END-TIME or go to endtime.com. If your station only carries the first 30 minutes of End of the Age, go to endtime.com and click the watch button to continue today's broadcast. You can also finish up later by clicking the archive button. Welcome back to End of the Age. Open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Do remind you again that it's December 27th, so the year is almost over. 2023 is right around the corner. There is still time for you to get a uh, contribution in that will go towards your contribution statement for the year for your tax purposes. So, you know, we provide this show Every single weekday, and it's absolutely free on social media, on the radio, on television every week. Um, This broadcast is being aired um, potentially to hundreds of thousands of people, perhaps millions of people. And um, it's available totally free because of people like you who give every month. Now, the average contribution is less than $50. Um, so there are people all around the world that contribute to help them make this show available for free. If you would like to like to help us continue to do that, you can go to endtime.com slash give and become a one-time or a monthly contributor today. And again, you have a few days left to get that in before the end of the year, as you well know. We certainly appreciate your um, financial support. At the same time, we need your prayers more than we need anything else. We come together and pray as a team every single morning. If you're not able to give, if the Lord hasn't laid it on your heart to give, uh, pray for us. Don't forget to mention our names in prayer. Mention our team in prayer. Not only do we need strength spiritually, but we need wisdom from above to navigate just the day-to-day things going on because obviously we have a show every day, but we have a team of almost 30 people. And there's a lot going on with all the things we have with um, Israel and here in the U.S. and what we're trying to create to help advance God's kingdom, uh, what we believe God's called us to do. And so uh, your contributions are greatly appreciated, but your prayers strengthen us in ways that we can't even explain, and we're so thankful. We actually lift you up in prayer as well. You can submit your requests at endtime.com slash contact. There's a form there you can complete and it will come to us. Our whole team will read your prayer request and we will pray specifically for you. If you've never done that, um, I promise you we are praying for you. We send out a letter to let you know that we have prayed. There's been many testimonies come in over the years that said that it was like the perfect timing that the Lord um, brought your name up on our list. And so uh, do that if you have a prayer request. And, you know, if you can't give, one thing that you can do to help us out a lot is to share this video as we're streaming live or even in the archive. If you're not able to watch live, that's fine. Hit the share button, comment on it, interact with the people uh, that are commenting in the, in, the section, in the comment section, and give us a heart in the heart icon. That helps a lot break through the algorithms and get to your friends and family. So stop what you're doing right now, hit the share button. That helps a lot. All right, Doug, what in the world did Mitch McConnell say this time? <laughs> well, Your man Mitch, right? No, he's not my man Mitch. But uh, 
he he makes a comment after Zelensky came and and um, gave this demand for more money for the Ukraine. So it's just interesting what he says. I wanted to show them straight from his mouth instead of us quoting what he says. I want them to be able to see it for themselves so they can hear it straight from McConnell. Making sure the Defense Department can deal with the major threats coming from Russia and China, providing assistance for the Ukrainians to defeat the Russians. That's the number one priority for the United States right now. According to most Republicans, that's sort of how we see the challenges confronting uh, the country at the moment. Okay, so based on probably half of the population of the United States being represented there by the Republicans, Mm -hmm. he said that this was the biggest threat to the United States right now is a war that's happening in Ukraine, the Russia-Ukrainian war, that we were going to do everything we could to allow the Ukraine to defeat Russia. He didn't say nothing about trying to find a peaceful resolve to this. He... He's talking about defeating Russia. That's the claim that was said by uh, Putin in the article. He said he believed that that's what the Western uh, civilization was looking for, is to uh, destroy Russia, to uh, take care of Russia there. Well, that's what Mitch McConnell says in this video. That's their goal. The Republicans' number one goal is to help the Ukraine defeat Russia. So... We're talking about a huge army that they're fighting there, and we're funding this war when we've got, I think I saw today that there's two, we've had two million illegal immigrants come into our country uh, through the border situation down south that uh, Biden likes to avoid to even talk about. He doesn't even like talking about the border crisis. But we've got two million people have come in there since Biden took office in, in a wall that was almost completed. And it's more important to our Republican Party from what Mitch McConnell just said. This isn't the Democrats we're talking about. He says the Republicans, is, it's more important, the most priority, or the, the biggest thing on the top of their priority list is Ukraine defeating Russia, not the fact that people are invading this country illegally. So it's just interesting to me. You, you asked earlier about the possibility that there could be a civil war. Well, we could have a war on our border right now. I saw on Sunday there was a uh, clash between the uh, Texas Highway Department and the uh, drug smugglers that were smuggling immigrants into uh, the border in El Paso, close to an El Paso border town, and uh, shots were fired. That That's an act of aggression from another country into this country, and they're shooting at our law enforcement agency. So now we've had to send the uh, National Guard down there to defend and try to do this. They've even, our governor here in Texas has even moved cargo uh, boxes and stacked them on top of each other in the places where the wall wasn't completed and put um, our National Guard down there to help try to keep some of this from happening. I saw that happen in Arizona and the Biden administration um, issued a lawsuit to the state of Arizona for that. Yeah, I didn't realize that was in Texas as well. Yeah, that's also happening here. And so we had a, like I said, there was a clash between our law enforcement agencies and these drug cartels that the the cartel are better armed than our law enforcement. 
agencies are. That's why we had to call in our National Guard who have weapons that can match this. And I don't know how many people remember the uh, Fast and Furious scandal during the Obama administration. He said he had no scandals in his administration, but there was a huge one where we were selling weapons to the cartel. They found out that our government was selling weapons to the Mexican cartel, and now we have these situations where we're being outgunned on our border. Makes you wonder if they weren't planning for something. But the biggest priority, Vince, is the war in the Ukraine. So, anyway, don't get me started. Well, and, and that <laughs> appears to be to advance NATO. Yeah, I, and the a world, world government agenda. system. Absolutely, yes, sir. Which is an interesting thing coming from an elected official mm-hmm. in the United States. Yes. Well, let's get to the phone, Doug, and okay, see what else can be stirred up while sure. we're at it. Let's go to Ryan in Texas. Ryan, welcome to End of the Age. Hey, guys. Uh, can you hear me? We can hear yes. you. All right. Um, so I'm gonna, I just wanted to warn you beforehand that I'm going to come off a little more for that guy than you. Uh, I, I just came across the show, and I think you all are a little more in my, my dad's category, uh, like you're kind of cutting up, Ryan. I I heard we're in a different category, but I don't know what category you think we're in because it kind of cut it's up an there. Old, an older bracket, I guess. An older way, a little bit older way of thinking. Which okay, is it's not a problem. Um, but uh, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna give you some uh, important information, and then uh, you guys are focused on uh, Ukraine and Russia in particular. Um, I just want to tell you that uh, the whole world is owned by the banksters, which is the banks. They own everything by debt. All of these guys are actors. Russia, uh, Ukraine, behind the scenes, they're on the same team. Um, So they're just running a script. So I just wanted to let you know that. Um, This has all been planned uh, way beforehand. Um, I can tell you what's coming. Um, uh, They do numerous... Sorry, I get I, I don't know why I get I get like nervous. It's weird. Well, we've never Sorry, lost um, a patient, so don't be nervous. <laughs> okay, let me just breathe for a second. Okay, so there's a lot of information to tell you. Um, all right, so yeah, so these guys, uh, it's a script, okay? So they're they're uh, they're following the script, and uh, it seems like okay, okay. So uh, people look at evil, and, and they say, okay, you have evil and they're all on the same team, but in reality, uh, evil has two sides, okay? It's dark and light, and this is how they operate. So, uh, so half of them pretend to be, you know, the dark side, and then they have the light side, which is the false light, Luciferian. Um, they're all Luciferians. That's no surprise to you guys, I'm sure. Um, so what they're going to do is uh, they're, it, uh, they're going to have Russia be the good guys ultimately, and they're going to uh, uh, make it so that um, they're going to have the fall guys, which is the WEF and uh, the, the Clintons and the Bushes, and they're going to say, oh, they're the bad guys, and, you know, Putin is really uh, coming in uh, to attack Ukraine to, to clean up because Ukraine is where they were laundering all the money, and, uh, you know, everything's great now. Um, and there's a big celebration. So, but it's going to what's, be a what's your take on the Russian bear, Ryan? I think I see a note. You had a question or a comment around that as well. Um, yeah. So, yeah, in Revelation, they have the, the Russians as the bear, and then 
you know, the seven heads and all that. Um, the seven heads is, is interesting. I, there's so much to say. There's so much information I wish I could tell you. Um, I know there's we're short on like we're short on time, especially since I'm on the air. But well, I'll tell um, you what, Ryan. How about you can go to endtime.com/contact. There's a form there, and if you select minister, that'll actually go directly to Doug, and he'll be able to take in a lot of the information. I think actually um, you would be surprised at at how much what we believe is uh, crossing paths with some of the statements you've made. Um, I don't think we're totally on the same page on everything, but I think you'd be Definitely, surprised yeah. at um, how much we actually are are of the similar belief from some of the statements you've made. So do that. Yeah. You do have a lot of information that's worth hearing. So go to endtime.com slash contact and get that information sent in to right. Doug. And, um, Could I just say one more thing? Could I just uh, say one more thing? Of course. Okay, this is something I think is actually really important that I want uh, everyone to hear. Um, in the Bible it says... Uh, in my father's house are many rooms. Um, I'm not sure the exact verse. You know, I'm sure you guys can pull uh, the exact Matthew, whatever, which is impressive. I, I just not, I'm not able to do that. Um, the the answer, the reason, uh, the, the big thing that people are missing, and the great deception is space. First of all, because God's going to send a, a great deception. Space is the great deception. Okay, uh, uh, heaven and angels and Jesus. They're higher dimensional entities, interdimensional, okay? In my father's house are many rooms. <laughs> They're higher dimensional beings. And, uh, and the, evil, the evil side are also uh, interdimensional beings, okay? They're opening uh, CERN. I don't know if you've heard of CERN in Switzerland. We've done shows oh. on CERN, and actually some people are commenting in the chat saying, uh, Ryan, this show covers all of this stuff. So we... <laughs> We actually talk about a lot of the things that you're mentioning. So do go to endtime.com slash contact uh, and, and maybe go to watch.endtime.com and browse. And we've got uh, hundreds of hours of content available there for free That where we talk about CERN, we talk about the WEF, we talk about a lot of the things that you've mentioned. So we do appreciate your call, Ryan. Thank you for being a new listener and being uh, courageous enough to call in and share your perspective. And we do hope to hear from you at endtime.com slash contact. We are coming up on a break here, and so we are. Uh, we'll be right back. You can join us at eight seven seven end time eight seven seven three six three eight four six three. And don't forget to go to endtime.com slash deals right now. You can get five months free on End of the Age Plus when you go the yearly route for the subscription. So if you're looking for a deal, now's the time to get it. Go to endtime.com slash deals today. I've been part of the End Time family from the beginning over 30 years ago when my parents, Irvin and Judy Baxter, began ministry from the recliner in our living room. My name is Jana Robbins. I have the pleasure of connecting with our incredible partners every day. End Time is a small nonprofit that runs a high-traffic website, a daily TV and radio show, the Prophecy College in Jerusalem, and more. Although we have less than 30 team members, we are able to serve tens of millions of people each month. We survive on the goodness of God and donations averaging about $50. If everyone hearing this message gave $22, our financial needs would be met for the year. If you only give to one cause per month, please consider partnering with End Time to help get the message of our soon coming King out to the world. Call us at 1-800-END-TIME to give today or go to endtime.com to become a monthly or one-time partner.
Welcome back to End of the Age. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We have open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We'll get right back to the phones. Let's go to Joe in New York. Joe, welcome to End of the Age. You guys look terrific. I love you. <laughs> well, thanks, Yay, Joe. We love you, and we've been missing you. Yeah. Feels like you haven't called in for a few weeks. Yeah, I've been kind of uh, busy over here with various problems. You know, we deal with them. Um, right now, I'm in the process of growing my beard so I can play Santa Claus next year. Okay. <laughs> All right. There you go. Well, listening to the last caller and listening to your program and being in touch with various believers around the country, we know we have a real enemy, and that enemy wants to divide and conquer. And as believers, we have to be as wise as a serpent, as mean, meek as a, as a dove, you know what the scriptures say. But uh, I'm going to share some lessons that I've learned. The Lord spoke to me one time, gave me a lesson about uh, the scripture that just says, first Judea, then Samaria, and then the world. As believers here in the United States of America, we can have our vision be so disheveled, worrying about the whole rest of the world. I personally believe I've been an intercessor for over 20 years now, and I concentrate on the USA, and I want to encourage all the believers that are listening that it's got to start here. We have to be strong here to fulfill what the Scriptures say, that we're going to be standing with Israel. We've got to see a, a great restoration take place. We have to see the present administration removed from office and righteous men and women governing our nation. That should be our number one focus. All of the leaders around the world that we're talking about, whether it's to Ukraine, Russia, China, Iran, they're, they're all deceived. They're all evil, and we can't play that game. We can't get into trying to decide who is right and who's wrong. In my book, they're all wrong. They're not lifting up the name of Messiah Jesus. Their lives aren't be led, being led by the Holy Spirit. So what they say, I've got to take with a grain of salt. They're all liars. They're all deceivers. You can't trust what you hear on the media. So that's We've, we've got to face facts. We cannot let our focus be too disheveled, is what I'm saying. We have to concentrate on the strength here on our nation, because the leaders are making ridiculous decisions. They're, re, they're passing ridiculous laws. And as the body of Christ, we have to focus on praying against that. We have to pray for righteousness to be restored in our nation. That's number one. When we see this coming coming across, we see the hand of God upon our nation, then from a point of strength, we can focus on other nations. But what the Congress is doing is absurd, is absurd. They're not being led by the Holy Spirit. They're being deceived. As, as believers, and I've been, I've been, I've been, I've had my life hidden in Christ for 45 years. So, like, if you listen to that, the young fellow who I was listening to before me, he's getting very emotional and very upset. I encourage him if he's hearing my voice, spend more time alone with the Lord Jesus. Spend time in the Word of God. Calm down, calm down, and here, fellow, learn from your elders. There's, there's, you know, there's knowledge from us older dudes, man. And to stay calm, 
we have to focus on what is real, on what is real is being who we are, where we are, when we are. The Lord said that to me years ago when I was being disheveled and shaken by certain things, and he helps me focus. The Holy Spirit is going to lead us to know all truth, but we have to be realistic. We have to start with our nation. That's number one. The rest of the stuff, God's hand is, is very, very powerful. But we have to be strong. We have to pray against, you mentioned the possibility of a civil war. We've got to pray against that. Mm. See, Satan wants there to be a civil war because a nation divided can be conquered. But we have to be realistic. We have to focus on the real issues in our local communities and what the federal government is doing. And as the body of Christ, we're the only hope for this nation. We're the only hope. The body of Christ is the only hope because our Heavenly Papa, He loves us. He wants to hear our voices. He wants to see the wisdom that He is instilled in us brought forth in our words, in our prayers, in our coming together. Because if the body of Christ is not united, then we're shaken, and we get too upset about the world conditions. I have no fear. Fear is not of God. I'm not really, you know, what I've learned about this president of the Ukraine, this guy's a nut job, and he's being <laughs> manipulated. So I don't have to know all the details right. of who's going to kill who. I have to focus on the Lord, and I have to be Joe in this crazy city that I live and pray according to leading of Holy Spirit. That takes time spending alone with the Lord, being in the Scriptures, and having sound doctrine that I stand on. We've got to be in the Word of God. The things that end time and what our wonderful brother who's gone home to be with the Lord, he spent so many years being what? in the scriptures, seeking the Lord, and he built that ministry in time. And the, I told Irvin this a dozen times. He, is, he was the most equipped man who ever walked the face of the earth to teach prophecy. But that prophecy has got to impart insight into being what we are. I told Irvin the last time I spoke to him that knowing the prophecies refines us spiritually. It mm -hmm. does, because I look at the value of all of Irvin's years. Now that's been put into me, and I take that, and it, I, how, does, how does that impart something into me in who I am and my place in the body of Christ as an intercessor and pretty much been a hermit for over 20 years? That's okay. In the beginning, I didn't want to walk this path, but you know what? God is more important and his ways and what he wants for me is number one. But if I don't have the word of God hitting it in me, then I can be shaken by these circumstances. Our strength comes from Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit's going to use the scriptures. And I know I'm in touch with other people and I hear other ministries. And there's good stuff happening in our nation. There's really good stuff. And I believe that the USA is not going to fall apart. I do not believe there's going to be a, a, a civil war, but we have a job to continually encourage one another, love one another, and be in the Word of God and discern what is happening here. 
Because if we put our vision too much what's happening in Russia and China, we're going to lose sight of what's important here. We have to focus on making our nation strong, and we're not going to take up rifles. Believers are not going to start shooting other people. Although, you know, my, my, <laughs> my anger, like I saw one report about some drag queen going into a, a schoolroom, you know, teaching six-year-olds and seven-year-olds about sex. Well, that person wouldn't want to find me in that classroom because I would have escorted that person out of the classroom, whether it's through the window or whatever. Joe, Joe you, before you get in trouble, if you talk any more about that, uh, uh, you mentioned Irvin Baxter being one of the most equipped, or the most equipped, I think is what you said, prophecy teacher in the world. I think the the really awesome thing about that is that the Lord helped us without us ever realizing what he was doing um, by capturing all that. And, and so much of that is still available on End of the Age Plus. And I know you're a huge fan of Jerusalem Prophecy College where there are hundreds of hours of Irvin teaching on that alone. Yes, absolutely. I tell, you know, every time I call up and I listen to listeners, it's like, They've got to take the Jerusalem Prophecy courses that they really have because it's such a wealth of information that, that and, and, and Irvin was a, such a great communicator. He knew how to, like, convey his message so clearly and precisely, and it's, you know, tremendous, tremendous. Everyone would be blessed by that. But you know, you those see, courses are normally $59, and right now they're only $29 to the end of the year. And that's tremendous. People should definitely do that. But there's another thing. You guys have one place in the body of Christ, and you're staying true to that, and you've got to do that. But there's also other ministers in the body of Christ that are talking about being strong, and, 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 and there's a people traveling across this country preaching the true gospel and talking about dreams and visions, which... This, which the Word of God says is going to happen in the end times, that, that we're going to have dreams and visions. And there's a couple of young brothers, uh, Dutch Sheets and his brother Tim Sheets, and there's another guy, Chuck Pierce. These guys are focusing in strengthening America. So what I'm talking about is that all the different various ministers who really love the Lord, who are real ministers, being united. I see that taking place because I'm afforded a lot of time as this old retired man to watch all this and to pray and intercede. And I see it coming together by the power of the Holy Spirit. And my place, my, my, my calling is to intercede for the USA and Israel. And I've been doing it for a long time and I will continue to do that. But I want to encourage everyone, everyone, to, to, to really draw close in the Word of God, in Holy Spirit, to be, for clarity, for everybody in the body of Christ is equally important. We all have a voice. It's all important. But we can't get too overly emotional. We get too emotional, we get upset, and then our, our, our prayers are all over the place. We have to stay focused. We have to stay focused because there are prophecies. There's so much happening right now. All of the prophecies are, 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 are coming together from so many different angles. But we have to stay true to who we are, 
where we are. We're citizens of the USA, and Satan wants to tear this nation apart. We have to be strong and continue. You're going to continually hear this from me to pray for the USA, for unity in the body of Christ, for clarity, because you guys are giving this big overview, this tremendous. See, that's what Irvin's the value of knowing these ancient prophecies to what's happening today is the, like the overview. Then there's all the individual details that each believer has got to play a part in. And I want to encourage, that's why I tell everybody to, to, to learn from you guys and to, and to be in tune to what's happening here. Well, Joe, you know, we, are, we, we are a minute away from being done with the whole show, so we've got to cut you off. Thank okay, you so God much for calling. We've you. missed you. Hope you had a Merry Christmas. God bless you. We continue to pray for you as you navigate the season of life that God has you in. Doug, um, with such little time left, you know what we've talked about today. We didn't get to talk in detail about what's happening in China, but how would you uh, leave the show for today? Well, if, if any listener out there hasn't looked at the book of Matthew, chapter 24, it's a good place to go and, and just read that entire chapter because it gives you so much information about what's coming and what the Lord said to look for. It's one of those things that... Uh, as you study the Bible, like Joe was talking about, and you're in prayer with things, God just kind of gives you certain things to look for, and we see those things happening. And when we come together again on Thursday, we'll talk about a little bit more about that stuff and what to expect in the coming year. Uh, but, you know, just keep, keep in prayer, keep in the Bible, keep seeking the face of God, and everything's going to work out okay. Absolutely. Don't forget to go to endtime.com slash deals. Take advantage of the specials right now. We'll see you tomorrow at 3 p.m. Central Time. This has been End of the Age, brought to you by the faithful partners of End Time Ministries. If you're not currently a partner with End Time Ministries, or if you would like more information, we invite you to call us at 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-363-8463, or visit us online at endtime.com. 